pleased at what I am. I say what I think that the company stinks. Yes, I'm a union man. When we meet in the local hall, I'll be voting with them all. With the head of a shout, it's out, brothers out, and the rise of the factories fall. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, Union fans. This is Chris Boss, your host of Zolo Talk. Thanks for joining the podcast today. Our good friend Jesse McBeth is going to join us to talk all things Union, specifically that incredible game against the Chicago Fire on Wednesday night, which resulted in a Union 4-3 win. So without any further ado, let's get straight into it and uh, enjoy the show. All right, welcome back. This is Chris Schaub-Wallace, and I'm now joined by our good friend, Jesse Macbeth. Welcome back to the show, Jesse, and I appreciate you uh, joining us tonight. Thank you. It's good to be back. Glad to be here. Yeah. I know it's been a little while um, since we checked in. Uh, lots happened in the union world. It was a little bit of a downtime, I guess you could say. I mean, a couple wins, a couple mm-hmm. concerning losses. Um you know, but uh, you know now that we're able to um, you know have the show remotely, I think we can kind of pick up and um, jump on Zolotok a little bit more often. Um, and you recently traveled, right? You went out to the LAFC game. Yeah, I was there for that. I was there for that uh, that performance. Uh, nice stadium, difficult difficult time, but um, yeah, it was a good it was a good trip. What did you, you think about the crowd? The crowd was pretty um, – got to give it to them. It was pretty legit. They had a nice atmosphere. They have that whole section, their whole supporter section. They were, they were loud the whole game. Um, i got to give it to them. It was a, I mean, I'm not surprised it is an expansion year, so we'll see if they can maintain that. But it was, it was jumping. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it looks, uh, looks like a pretty rowdy group out there, at least in the supporter yeah. section. Um, but it was pretty cool. I mean, obviously, it was a disappointing game. Uh, you know, that guy, Diamande, I think, right? Is that, is that how you pronounce that? Yep, that's him. Wow. I mean, incredible. Incredible display out of him. Um, but moving a little closer to more recent events in, uh, in the Union world, a 4-3 win on a crucial road game. Incredible. Uh, for, for the Yo. Uh, what, I mean, what, what were your thoughts after the game? Um, you know, it was weird. Uh, I thought we deserved the win. And then we gave away that header 3-3, and you just kind of think to yourself, I mean, Schweinsteiger was unmarked, so do we really deserve the win at that point? Probably not, but um, you know what? Akam finally came through for us, so I thought we were the better team, I got to say. We, we looked strong throughout the game. I agree. I thought, I thought we were the better team, too. I, I would have th- I, that felt like we lost two points. Absolutely. Like as, that, as that header goes in, I thought to myself, we just gave away two points. I mean, mm-hmm. we had the lead three times. Um, and we drop it. Um, but amazing out of a calm to, to come and get that little dart in the bottom left corner. I mean, I can't remember a shot that like stuck in the bottom yeah, left like that. Yeah, even move. Yep. Agreed. Dart. He's like our mini Kevin De Bruyne. That, <laughs> that bomb. Uh, but no, it was, it was a cool win. Uh, were you surprised to see uh, Sapan on the bench? No, I was not. Especially, I mean, midweek game. People have been clamoring for Corey to start. Uh, I, I was not surprised, and I wasn't surprised to see Sapong come in late either. We know Jim really loves him, um, yeah. but I'm glad t- Corey took advantage of his opportunity. Yeah, I wasn't surprised to see Sapong make an entrance. Um, 
I mean, man, a lot of fouls. Yeah. Like that, was, that was the one thing I'm looking at. I'm like, this is a lot. This guy's got a lot of fouls. Another red card could be tough. But I thought yeah. he took – I mean, he took all the advantage. I mean, that guy is hungry for it. I mean, he sees an opportunity, having played Bethlehem a year ago. You know, he's putting himself into some dangerous spots. And I kind of feel for, for CJ. But I liked him on the wing. You like CJ on the wing? I, I like him on the wing, especially as a sub. He's he's fast and he you know he's 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 like he's lanky, he's long. He he can really get at people. And you see when he starts up top, sometimes they'll sub him they'll sub in Corey and they'll push CJ out to the wing. And he's decent there, but when he comes in fresh as a sub, I think that's a good spot for him. Yeah, I like it too. And I, you know what? They may need a little help. I don't know. Uh, are you aware of what happened with Elsino? I mean, I assume it's like a hamstring or a muscle pull of some sort. Have you yeah. heard exactly what the issue is? I haven't heard yet. I mean, it's it's never good, especially with his age. He seems to be the most injury prone out of anyone on the team. So he does. Uh, he, he does seem to come up with a quick muscle pull every once in a while. I mean, he's an older yeah. older gentleman. Older. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it could be, but I think it's like I wouldn't say it's perfect timing for somebody to get hurt, but. I think I'd like to see a couple games. I would like to hope we get a little run of a com on some confidence. Yes, yes exactly. And and get him to show. I feel like if Jim can display the same confidence in a com that he's shown in CJ, oh. maybe we can get some real production out of him. So much, so much in CJ. And, you know, I, I wanted to save this. This is the burning question. And I don't <laughs> want to, like, uh, I don't want to go. I want to say it's negative because this is a good time, like a road win for the U that they needed against a team that they're like battling against the end of the playoffs is a great. That's that's all that really matters. And like credit to the team and credit to Jim for sticking with it and getting the three points. Let me put together a scenario for you, and you tell me how this comes out. All right, Saturday evening at, at Town Energy Stadium in a friendly against Heinrich Frankfurt, I believe. Yep. Yes. CJ gets on the field. He scores two goals. Okay. Mm -hmm. Who do you start? (laughs) Who do you start on Wednesday in an open cup quarterfinal against Orlando city? That makes me nervous. I, 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 uh, what I really want is Corey to keep starting important games. So, I would prefer CJ start in this friendly and then Corey play in our game against Orlando city. Um, but man, you just get the feeling like, yeah, if they can spin it any which way that CJ's getting some momentum, he, he might be staying in the lineup. There's a shot. That's the, it's not doomed that I can just, I can kind of see it. And, and at this point I agree. I think Corey Burke is your league play uh, striker and you're get, given Sapong until he can turn the tide a little bit. You're giving him, um, you know, the friendlies, um, not the last important minutes until you can start putting the ball in the net. I mean, that's, that's all there is to it, but I'm interested to see yeah. kind of what they roll out. And that's like the one thing, I mean, Burke is just, you know, a two goal night on the road and he's, I mean, he's tall. He's getting himself in a tight little spaces. I mean, even just like, wasn't the best looking goal, but the one he like uh, put in with his knee off the deflection. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that, I don't know what was up with the goalkeeper in Chicago last night. <laughs> I know. I think you or I could have done a better job. That was that was pretty. That was rough. That was pitiful. Oh my god! He coughing up rebounds all over the place. Um, I mean, I was I was shocked by it. But uh, yeah. and he, you know, I think Burke had he had a header that went off a comms back that was probably yeah. a goal. That was I'm weird. This team's so snake bitten. But it'll be interesting. I, 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 yeah, I just, 
I don't know. We're not gonna we're not gonna be playing against keepers like that every week. So I appreciate the win, but we gotta we gotta do our thing and and tighten things up a bit. Yeah, yeah. Not and you know, for four goal performance out of the union, and for I think Dodgecall probably had in the in the last say seven games or so that he's been a part of. I'd say he's probably had, he had his the worst night, and I don't think he played poorly. I just don't think he could kind of find himself in there. Right. Um, I don't remember. I don't really remember him doing much. In the, on either side of the ball, um, and then he, I think he got subbed out at like 65 minutes. They were up, and they brought Craval in. Yep. But for you know, you're 10 and you're on the road. I don't. I just don't think it was his best night. Yeah, quiet night for him. I, Chicago. I, I couldn't exactly figure out what they were trying to do, but they did seem to neutralize Dodge Cal pretty well. I yeah, think that was probably a point of a point of uh, like a their lineup is strange. The yeah. lineup is strange. Like, I don't really – sometimes Sean Sager's playing a sweeper. Sometimes he's, like, just barely above it. Um, he's kind of all over the place. It's, it is a, it's a different-looking lineup. Yeah. Um, but that, how about the guy, Katai? Holy smokes. Oh, the man. Left wing. That goal, that, that, their second goal, that was, that was rough. That was hard to watch. That guy was a nightmare yeah. all night long. Uh, definitely a player who you know, I like – I like our wings at this point. If it's a common Fafa, mm-hmm. but he had a different level of touch on him. I mean, Fafa's speed is unmatched. Uh, the end production is questionable, but the speed is unmatched. Yeah. Um, but this that guy Katai, who I'd never heard of prior to the game. I don't know if I'm just <laughs> not paying enough attention, but out of nowhere, uh, he was pretty impressive. I yeah, mean, he's, he been, gets- he's been doing it for him. They just signed him permanently, like the day before the day of. So. It's I didn't know thing. a whole lot about him, but yeah, he he's he's legit. I'll give it to him. Like, I don't understand where where Chicago's money coming from in that space. I mean, they have Nikolai up front, right? Um, I guess you know what they did move a com though, so you move a million two off the books. You have some moved money to spend around, but Schweinsteiger can't be cheap. Exactly, and Dax McCarty's still there too, and and they were in the running for El Nino. Like I feel like that yeah. was part of a possible uh, landing spot before he ended up in Japan was the fire. I mean, maybe they have uh, some money to blow there where they're back in the they're back in the game at Toyota Park. I guess so. I mean, it was you saw that uh, the attendance. It was pretty pitiful. They do need to, you know, jumpstart some some attendance there because it's kind of sad. I mean, the Fire are a legitimate club in the MLS world, and yeah. they're just not pulling their weight right now. No, I, they kind of remind. I mean, I don't. Not that we're not pulling our way to uh, talent, although I think that you know we would both agree it's down a little bit as far as intensity. Yes. Oh, yeah. But I think the um, Toyota Park is somewhat a distance outside of you know the city limits of Chicago, kind of like yeah. Chester is. You know, exactly. I so I think that's always good for those teams. We're always going to have a little bit of trouble because we're not necessarily in like the heart of the city. You lose a lot of that walking traffic that may go down to the game or take the subway. Um, so I think that was the case and I'm sure they're trying, I mean, how long do you think until, how, so they opened up town energy stadium, 2010, summer 2010, I'd say stadiums have a 15, 20 year last, right? I mean, I, I thought this one, I can't remember the specifics. I, I saw something when I was trying to find out about our Bimbo sponsorship. I, <laughs> I feel like we have a weird contract. Like it's like. 20 or even like 30 years or something like it's we're a lifetime, stuck there for a lifetime while. deal just yeah really <laughs> the land was free the land's yep. free but you can never leave. and then we're not going to fix up chester at all just a sad situation there but it yeah. is a beautiful I, mean, I feel like we could do a, a solid 20 to 30 minutes 
on, you know, essentially the lack of development around Town Energy Stadium. Absolutely. I always, as I'm driving down there, I'm like, you know what? I should just buy a plot of land. You know, at some point, someone's going to have to like put a strip mall in down here, you know, or just like a PJ Willihan's. It would right, clean like up on something Saturday. right on the water. Like that, that's untapped potential. It's terrible. Yeah. It's a shame. I, I hopefully someday because you go down there, there's not, I mean, aside from the, you know, where you're tailgating, there's not a lot of, you know, and the, and the actual stadium, there's nowhere else to go really. Yeah, we really need a place to congregate. And then hopefully, you know, if we get that going, then maybe we can have some actual public transportation down there because the, the options are just not realistic unless you live in Chester, basically. Yeah, yeah, there's there's nothing. I mean, I I know they're doing a shuttle now, right? Don't they have shuttle yeah. service from some points in the city? Yeah. Um, which is and there's cool, a few know. pubs that will give you a bus, like, to and from. But it's nothing, I mean, unless you're in Philadelphia, like I don't actually live, I'm in Conshohocken, uh, as, as you well know, uh, it's right. not really an option. No, no, there's no public transportation. We're, we have Uber X, yeah, right. the best shot that's we have at getting down there. Um, I'll tell you what I liked uh, that's growing on me is Ray Gaddis at left back. <laughs> I remember at one point you were just like, you know what, I could, I'll – I would die a happy man if that, if I didn't see that again. And I was on board with you because it's been a long run of trying to find a left footed left back. True. You know, um, and Gaddis doesn't give you much going forward, but there was just a couple of times yesterday where I was like, at one point he had his back to the defender. He spun it. He started making a move. Then he got, Oh, down. I'm just like, yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. He burned that guy. guy. That was great. Who is this guy? Like where's Ray Gaddis pulling that out of the bag? So I like it. He's, he looks hungry, and you can tell he definitely – he. I think that was what, his, like, 150th game for us or something. I saw some kind of thing the Union tweeted about it. And he still never scored, which is why you've seen him try to shoot a few times, although it's always <laughs> right the goalie. I, I, look, I love Ray. and I got He's a great defender. He might be the only one aside from Fafa who's, who's just disgustingly fast. But there are still times where he just – there's a simple ball, and he just gives it away. Like, he just can't quite pass – and he still hasn't uh, impressed me with his shot. So, oh, yes, yeah. he's a great defender. And I don't know that we have a better option. So I'm not, I'm not crying about it. But there are times where I'm still a little frustrated, I guess, with him uh, throughout the game. Yeah. I mean, he, he, there's parts of his game that are left to be desired, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, but but he, you're right. He, he's, the parts of his game that are good are great. I agree. Yeah, I think I he's I think he's going to be serviceable for at, at this point. I don't think uh, I I don't I think they went to real early when uh, Fabinho went down, and I yep. like Matt real, but I, he just he actually does look like a full year at Bethlehem Steel would like be a big win for him. Absolutely. Um, Plus, you can't have three rookies on the back line in in MLS. That's that's right. That's I mean, I, I, I love that the fact that, I mean, that, that is such a point that has not really been driven in. And I, cause I never thought, I never thought Curtin would go with this McKenzie and trusty um, center back oh, duo. It is shocking. Yep. It is shocking. I mean, it's great. It's great. Yep. And it's how it should be. These guys should be playing. They're doing fine. They're well, you know, I think Trusty's fantastic. I mean, yeah. Service leaves something to be desired. The ball, the, the long ball isn't quite there yet. But everything else, I'm 100% on board with. Agreed. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm willing to go through those growing pains because what they're doing out there is, is terrific. Let me ask you, 
and and I saw this, and I'm going to credit it because it was uh, Jonathan Tanwald, the goalkeeper on Twitter, mentioned yep. last night that he thought that this is the uh, that the trustee essentially should be sold as soon as a fair offer comes in because mm. like a replacement value from him for him is probably out there, and because he's a homegrown talent, um, you keep so much more of the actual transfer fee than you would for, say, a player that, um, you know, you got through a different medium like uh, the uh, like trading for a com. Yeah, or a senior or, yeah. You know, and, a, and, a budget, and a small budget team, unbelievably like the union, <laughs> um, you know, can really cash in and that can make a difference where a left center back, while Trusty, I think we all would agree, like everybody agrees Trusty is amazing for a, essentially a teenager playing his first rookie year at left, back, left center back, you can probably replace him with somebody in the MLS who's going to give you enough value that it's not going to break the team. And that yeah. income is probably what you can spend on say, you know, a real striker at, you know, 15, 20 goals, something of that nature. Sure. I mean, yeah, that's tough for me because I really, I love that he's actually locally from here. You can tell that he and Mark McKenzie are uh, pretty close um, you feel like the, the club is going to use him for marketing purposes. He's kind of, he's all over the place. He's young enough to still want to participate in like the, like fun things they have them do like playing FIFA or they did something where they had uh, some kind of like headphones they put on him where you hear the audio like a second and a half behind. Like they, they, they're using him in a lot of promotional things. And I mean, he's certainly, there's a long way to go. It's his first year, but you could see him becoming like a, a Danny Kayla or a Sebastian Latou figure for us down the road. And so, yes, I'd like to see him succeed, but I, I just think at this point I would, I mean, like let's sell Derek Jones, you know, like I would, I would rather yeah. keep Austin trusty. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm, I'm on, I'm still buying shares of Derek Jones. I'm still, Agreed. I'm still buying them. I'm still in because I don't think he's gotten a fair shake after the brief start. Um, and I, I also don't think it's coming. I mean, at this point, no. they resigned. They, they picked up the option on Harris, which I yep. like. And phew, Harris's first goal. Oh my right. god! Oh, what a beauty! God. Oh my gosh! What a beauty! And I'm like watching. I'm thinking, like this could be a long night if like we have to bet on like Harris to be pushing through and like you know pulling you know going by defenders at this point. But man, <laughs> yeah. that guy is so filthy with that left foot. Yeah, he's not messing around. Filthy. That was amazing. Oh, what a goal. Um, but I, I think he, Derek's a little bit buried, but I agree. I don't know. Like, Trusty, is sell, he's got a value because he's been playing. Yeah, exactly. Like, you you, you would have to think Jones him. could have a value if they play him. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's why these guys have that's, – that's why they have to get on the field. Um, because if, for, if this team's not going to dig into the Sugarman pockets, if they're not going to spend that way, then, like, they have to find ways to generate income – for transfers other ways. And the only way I see really outside of like, I don't know, crab fries is <laughs> going to be, you know, is going to be selling these guys who come up through the Academy um, and being able to cash in a little bit. And yeah. I, I hear you though. And speaking of, uh, so did you, were you have a chance to go to the, uh, the ceremony? Yeah, I was there. That was great. Um, it was great. Wasn't it? Oh, man. Well deserved. It was really cool to see that banner uh, come down and see the, the ring of honor officially unveiled. Um, I mean, I, I, I love that guy. I, I, could, I could spend a whole podcast talking about that. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, a big Latou guy. And, you know, I'm watching the video, and credit to 
the union who I feel like their social media and their just their media department is, you know, a top rate department. They're just doing a fantastic oh, yeah. job. You know, watching that and like I'm sitting down there, my nephew is he's about to be eight in October, so and he was, you know, born two thousand ten. Yeah. Um, but I'm watching this and I'm like, I, you know, I remember my sister who was at the game with me, she was pregnant, you know, now he's playing for the union Academy, the junior program. Cool. Um, you know, my family, my family's been coming to these games for all this time. And like, it's just, this is this team and like, let and like those moments are really like a part of our family now. Yeah. You know, it's an awesome thing to have. And I thought, uh, I thought they did a really good job. And I think that little is like the, a great first inductee. Agreed. I would have liked. Now it's time for my complaints. I would have okay. liked <laughs> that said, I have a lot of problems. Um, I would love if they would have named one of the four sides, like the two stand. Oh, I thought I that would have been yes. like, like, even like I when I went up, I was really hoping that the unveiling would have been like the two stand. So like his name's on there, but we're not really retiring. I mean, retiring numbers is more of an American thing. Yeah, we're gonna give his number out. He's already he had multiple numbers, I believe, too. So I would have liked like a Latou stand, you know. And then eventually we have like, you know, you vote on what the stands are if you're gonna replace one as time goes on. But I thought that would have been something that was like soccer ish. Yeah, also, I hadn't thought that, but I love that idea. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, I mean, I still I'm happy for him. I thought it was cool when the fact that he lives in the area is, you know, uh, is awesome. Yeah, he so. was clearly really, really happy about it. So that was yeah. probably the best part was his reaction. Yeah, it was good. So as we move on now, um, I mean, an awesome win. And now we go into this friendly against the German club and then followed by uh, the U.S. Open Cup game on Wednesday night. Right? Is that the weather right? Wednesday night? Yep, yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday night. night. Yep, yep. And then the 21st against the Galaxy. Saturday. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Wednesday, major game. And I, I hope that people come out to it. Because it's it's by far the best chance the Union have of playing in the CONCACAF Champions League. Yeah. Oh, That's man. the best be chance. I mean, it would be amazing if they did. They've got to take it seriously. And that's why, like, I'm a little nervous about that striker situation. Um, but the fact that they're home, uh, they've beaten this Orlando City team at yes. home already once this year. And a, a good team, but certainly beatable. It's certainly a team we can play with. Definitely oh, really? beatable. That's that's what's funny, man. I actually like for any given game, I could see us beating anyone. We play well against a lot of these Eastern Conference teams. And yeah, and very well at home. Like I, yeah. have, I have very good hopes for him. So win this, and I'm not sure. I don't know how the semifinal goes. If it's like a random draw, or if it's actually like, you know, like a bracket of some sort where it's already predetermined. I, we know. I think it play. is bracketed now. I can't remember. Okay. I think it's a little different than last year too. I need to, I need to find that. I can't remember who else is in. It's from like the region. I think DC and uh, I don't know. NYCFC. I'm probably wrong, Ooh. but um, we're playing somebody like locally. I know that. Okay. All right. Let's take a look. Get a feel for it. But I mean, yeah, it'd be pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. When does DC open that stadium up? In August, it's, sometime it's their. I thought it's their next game. I thought Wayne Rooney's been Ooh. talking about playing there. Man, is there a chance that there could be a semifinal against DC at the new stadium? That would be incredible. I'm definitely going down to that when we play them away. The Wednesday game in late August. Yeah. I got yeah. my eye on that one too. I'm yeah, trying to button hook the family down there. Like <laughs> my in-laws. <laughs> Let's go spend more time, you know. And if exactly. I can sneak my way into the city to go a new stadium for a Union game, then 
we're just blessed. Yeah. How about uh, that? <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so looking forward to those games. Um, so, you know, look, I think that now we've kind of changed our format a little bit. Hopefully we'll be able to get to, uh, jump on this more often. I just want to thank yeah. you again for, for being on the show and, uh, you know, we'll see you next time. Absolutely. Looking forward to it.